Hello, it's Ed Gamble here from the Off Menu podcast that you're currently listening to. I am on tour now. The show is called Hot Diggity Dog. Make sure you go and get yourself a ticket. I'm probably coming to a town near you if you live in the UK and Ireland. And Ireland, Dublin and Belfast. Do go to edgamble.co.uk, buy yourself a ticket, and I'll see you for an evening of Hot Diggity Dog. Hot Diggity Dog! Thank you, James. Welcome to the Off Menu podcast, taking the jelly of conversation, the custard of humour, the cream of the internet, and creating the trifle of good times. Yeah, I don't think it's fair that you did a, such a good one just now, because I think that misrepresents you to <laughs> the Great British Menu viewers. But we're not, uh, no, rem- this is just us being normal, remember? Yep, it's just us being normal, and that was very good. Thank you. But that's the best one you've done in quite a few series. I turn it I, on. I think that, I think it... Yeah, well, I turn it on when it's for TV. Maybe mate. we present, pretend that's there for every episode. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was very good. The trifle. Thank Can't you. Can't believe you've not done a trifle one before. I know. I'll be using that today yeah. later. Yeah. Um, James, why don't you tell everyone what the podcast is about? This is the off-menu podcast with Ed Gamble and James Acaster, where we invite a guest into the Dream Restaurant and ask them their favourite ever start a main course dessert, side dish, and drink. Not in that order. And this week, our guest is Kiri, Kiri Pritchard McLean. Yes, Kiri, a wonderful comedian writer. She's uh, part of a sketch group, but she's not even on stage with them. No, very rare that you get someone who doesn't, yeah, you know, a performer, but who doesn't put their ego first. No. She writes for that. She does her own stand-up. She does a musical, it's called. And I'm always worried when I tell people it's a musical because it sounds like I'm saying There's she's a doing musical, a musical. Yeah, but it's a musical. It's the amuse. A cool. A cool. It's comedians singing songs from musicals. Yes. Um, I've done it. You've done it in a non-singing capacity. I was a dancer. Yes, you were a dancer because you don't like singing in public. No, hate it. Even though at the off-menu live shows, yeah. you did a song medley. Didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I faced my fear. Yeah, you did, did face it. your fear. You did it. And as you were going out on stage, I suddenly remembered, James doesn't normally sing in public. Yeah, hate I better it. not mention it because then he'll remember that it's his main fear. <laughs> yeah, I forgot it, luckily. And I, <laughs> I, 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 did, I did the song. <laughs> so that was good. So maybe I'll do that for a musical one day if we get an official off-menu musical. Yes. Because it's songs from musicals. So then I could go in a musical and do the Corsten Press medley. Off Menu would make a really good musical, and it would be the first podcast that had a musical based on it. And then maybe that would start a trend, you know, like for ages jukebox musicals weren't a thing. Yeah. And then they suddenly everyone does them now. It seems seems stupid at one point. Yeah. But at one point there'll be a podcast musical, and we'll have all the Off Menu songs in it. And like, hey there, Mr. Benito, I got an intro for you, oh. Still or sparkling, still or sparkling, make your choice, choose your water. Choose your water. (laughs) That'd be great. First half, still or sparkling. Yeah. Poppadoms or bread. Yes. Poppadoms or bread, the curtains start to come down, and you're like, why is it finished? And then they just come up suddenly and go, we we scare them. Yeah, 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 really scary one. And it's got to be a huge one as well, so it comes to me jumping out. It's got to be like a big... Like projection on the screen, yeah, a 3D of my head, like a hologram. Well, because you, of course, the musical will go round the world. Yes, so you can't be at every performance, so they're going to have to use a hologram anyway. We would probably have to be like Lin Manuel Miranda is, of like you know, well you, said. Usually, thank you. <laughs> in the in the OG cast, yes. So you'd have to do like you know original cast, and then maybe every now and again when it opens in different countries, we will be in the cast to get yeah. the punters in. Oh, pu- puppetry of the penis yeah. was originally started by two men. Yeah. Um, and then they franchised it. Yes. And they auditioned other peni. So we should do this 
until we've done it so much that we've permanently damaged our penises. Yes, until they're all flat and they've got yeah. a different colour. And they've all got yeah. different angles that yeah. shouldn't, shouldn't be there on a penis. I'm in. We love Kiri, but if she says a secret ingredient that we've pre-selected, we'll cook her out, and it's an ingredient we don't like. That's the rules. Yeah, it's always an ingredient we don't like. And this week, the secret ingredient is... Dusty Dusty meringues. Dusty meringues. This is one of your your choices, James. Yeah, I'm the new Bleasdale. I hate powdery, dusty meringues. I've chosen the secret ingredient this week. Very proud of myself. I hate it. I love chewy meringue. Yeah. Ah, It's one of the best things ever. You feel like you really lucked out when you have a chewy meringue. It's a good day. Do you pray to Jesus? I pray to Jesus to meringue Jesus. Yeah. Uh, So thank you. God bless your chewy centre, chewy meringue Jesus. Meringue Jesus was very chewy in the middle. That's how they nailed him up there. He was. Because if it had been one of those yeah. supermarket dusty meringues, shattered straight away. <laughs> he would have just got down. Gone. Bad luck, suckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got any hands now, but... Uh... That's true. The dusty meringues, if mm. you break into them or you try and put a fork in them, yeah. they explode like a vampire that's just been put in the sun. It's exactly what they look like, and, and you know it's not going to taste good. All you're tasting is all the sugar... Or, and, and nothing else, no, no flavour. So it's just Sounds like you should like it. No, because it's just stuff that's bad. So you just go. Here's a reminder of why this is bad for you, and that's it. Right. And I want it to be so tasty that I just forget. That's the perfect desserts that you forget it's bad for you at all because it's so delicious. Meringue is just like there you go. You can literally feel it rot your teeth mm-hmm. and then seep into the rest of your body all at the same time, and that's all. That's all you get. And that's more my dad's speed. Yeah. Your he dad just that. likes to get the pure shot of sugar, doesn't he? Get it in. Loves it. I don't like dusty meringues. And I like choosing secret ingredients that allow us to doff our caps and uh, to the great ingredients. The good love. version. The true meringues are the best. And these ones are worse and shouldn't be there. So if Kiri comes in and specifically picks dusty meringues that explode like a bad Jesus. Yes. She's out of the dream restaurant. And look, I should come clean. It wasn't completely my idea. We talked about this with Mira Sile uh, uh, in her episode about uh, Dusty Moran's because she chose to eat a mess. So we did kind of slag it off with Mira. Sometimes, look, sometimes our inspiration comes from other people. You know, yeah. we're, we're always chatting about these things. New ideas are coming up all the time. We've kicked one person out of the Dream Restaurant in the past, one person only. That was Jade Adams. Jade Adams co-hosts a, mu- a musical with Kiri. Good point. It would be pretty poetic mm. if we kick them both out. And we love poetry. We love poetry here on the Off Menu Podcast. That there was a young boy called Benito. <laughs> who, who liked to put socks on his feet. Oh. But along came a spider cr- who crawled in his shoe. <laughs> um, and is that, you do one, is it one rhyme? I can't remember no, how no, it works. Spider should never mind with the next bit. Oh, right. If it's a limerick. Uh, uh, crawled up inside, insider? Yep. But who's the sheep? <laughs> <laughs> well, who's to say? And then he ate all of his Weetos. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really. Should we get on with the podcast? Yes. This is the off menu menu of Kiri, Kiri Pritchard, Pritchard McLean. Welcome, Kiri, back to the Dream Restaurant. Yes, thank you so much for having my repeat booking. I really- <laughs> Welcome, Kiwi Pitcher McLean to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. Wow. You said that so quickly. I, I, I thought this could be really cool. Could do it real quick. I, also, I was planning on saying more stuff. I was planning <laughs> on saying, like, well, you know, that we've been expecting it for some time, although we've already been on it. Yeah. And we've been expecting it again, but then I run out of breath. Yes. <laughs> we should explain for the listener mm-hmm. what happened. Because you're probably thinking, oh, we've, we've not heard Kiri on here before. 
Yeah, have I missed an episode? Uh, have I missed an episode? Stop scrolling through the old episodes, listeners. It's fine. <laughs> Hold your horses. We've all missed an episode because we recorded an episode with you, Kiri. Yeah. A brilliant episode from memory. Yes. And then it um, it all went down the pan because the great Benito ruined it. Yes. He said a lot of stuff. He spoke out in the episode and said stuff that is unbroadcastable. <laughs> and we had to not say... We couldn't put it out. Yeah. He was shouted a lot of fruity opinions. Yeah, he had some of his views. Good, you are staying quiet now. Good, because after last time... He's learned his lesson. It was, um, yeah, it was like a, a lost episode. It's mm. like... Doctor Who, yeah, but there wasn't as much demand for people to find the episode. <laughs> Doctor Who with no demand, which I think is Torchwood. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but that's because they found out about the Doctor Who episodes. Now that people know about the lost episode, there's going to be as much demand as there is for a Doctor Who. Oh, lost I hope episode. so. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be John Barryman in every <laughs> sense. <laughs> we are very glad you could come back into the Dream Restaurant, Kiri, and yeah. actually now in person as well. It's not on Zoom anymore. Yeah, it was in lockdown one. I think wasn't it, it was a long yes. time ago we recorded yeah. it I remember one thing that I said and I don't remember anything else I don't remember anything at all I don't I don't remember as soon as we finish a recording it all just goes from my mind it all goes into a big shredder just anything I do just no memory like that Banksy yeah exactly, exactly. my brain is like that Banksy which I don't even remember what that was of yeah. I saw it on the news and <laughs> you know, they, they resold it for more money now it's that. been like half shredded or whatever. Yeah. Wow, yeah, of course. People are thick. It's like they? Hendrix's guitar, man. When he smashed it up, Frank Zappa sent his roadies out to get all the smashed up bits, and then they put it back together again. Yeah, that torch wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he torches wood. Because he, 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 he did set it on fire. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> this, episode, this episode is back on track. Torched wood. I remember some bits you said. We'll see if these things come up. Yes. Again. Interesting. You've you, got a much better memory than me. So there was like a, a like a barn in your garden and you'd go and eat food secretly in there. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. And your dad would make you a certain meal in like a, a chip pan or something that he never washed. Yeah, he that, never no, washed that's it. not changed. And thought, and, and thought that it would add flavour to it yeah, each that's... time if he didn't wash it. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's really, yeah. That's really good, man. It's well a, done. But both the things he's referencing have deep levels of like hygiene-related red flags. <laughs> so I think you just, you remember the most disgusting stuff. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, my childhood of dysentery. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, I was very glad to be doing that episode over Zoom. And, and, and I'm very tense about this, actually. <laughs> we've let you in personally. Has your dad washed the pan since we've recorded? No, he's got this sort of, you know, like quite solid frying pan that is um, sort of blackened. You know, when you... It's like a crust of black stuff on it. Right. And then he has oil in that and he cooks everything in that. So eggs, sausage, bacon, whatever. And he never empties it. So he's he thinks wow. that the more sort of juices are in there, the more flavour it has. There is some logic to that mm -hmm. in that it's like seasoning the pan. Like I've got a cast iron pan, mm -hmm. like a proper cast iron pan. You're not supposed to put it in the dishwasher. You're not supposed to wash it with like washing up liquid because it ruins the stuff on the pan. Okay. You're supposed to season it by cleaning it with oil and then, like, baking it so it hardens on and it all keeps the flavour. I'm not sure it's quite what your dad's doing. I think no. what your dad's doing is just not wiping a load of bacon grease off Yeah. Mm. Oh, uh, to be fair, he did go through a stage when my when he got um, diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, shock horror, um, where, he, <laughs> where he to sort of endeavour to be more health conscious. He would pour the fat out into an, an old Nescafe jar on the side. <laughs> and then, drink, <laughs> and then yeah. drink the Nescafe jar, <laughs> yeah. right? Pop one of those, yeah. like, straws with a little flamingo on the end yeah. 
once it's full, though. Like, yeah. Eventually, when the jar's full, there's like, you know, you know what I got to do, kids. You got to down the jar. Down. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was like, it's for the birds. But then I would see him right. use a spatula to sort of scoop out the hard stuff from the top and put it back in the pan. So back in the pan. <laughs> my my father is what's it called? A secular. He's very sort of in it. Inadvertently, he's quite green. I yes. Think. Yeah. Okay. Circular yeah. economy. That's my father's right. yeah, whole yeah, yeah. system. Yeah, but it's awful for him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, he's he's a mess. <laughs> he's he's a mess. He's a testament to the NHS and their patients. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I can't remember if you said still a sparkling water. So this is good. This is exciting yeah, straight away. Very exciting. I mean, my money is on. Oh, this is a good thing. We can bet on our own memories. Yeah, yeah great. Do you know if this has changed or not? This is time? this is the only thing I'm sure about, that this is the same. I think it's still still. Then, for the sake of tension, yeah. I'm going to go sparkling, sparkling. <laughs> Although it, you just have to say spark- still sparkling. sparkling, sparkling. Yeah. You need to deliver it in a sparkling way, otherwise that All doesn't right. work. It's sparkling, sparkling. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is sparkling, sparkling. Yes! Whoa! Oh, I was so Whoa. sure it was still. I know, sorry. No, this has stayed because since I sort of hit 30, I have just got, I think like most people, got really absolutely buzz off sparkling water these days. <laughs> Love it. Got a soda stream. I used to, like most people, hate it um, because my mum used to buy it in like big two-litre bottles from like Aldi or Little or whatever. This is so bizarre because the taste is very specific. And she used to let it go flat uh-huh. because she liked the taste but not the bubbles, <laughs> wow. which is the most profoundly disturbing thing Isn't, in the world. Okay, I might be being really dumb here. Isn't that just water then? Well, no, because it's got the taste of sparkling water without the fun of the bubbles. Because I take the fun of the bubbles, is, is like I will take it on the chin, the taste of sparkling water, because yeah. I like the fun of the bubbles. Yeah. But with mum, she doesn't like the fun of the bubbles, which does stack up if you know her personally. But she, <laughs> but she does like the bitter taste. Yeah. <laughs> Your dad um, gets the Nescafe jar full of oil and fat and he puts it in the soda stream, doesn't he? Yeah. And he fizzes it up. I wouldn't be surprised. That made me feel really deep. <laughs> Dad, what are you doing? It's for the birds. (laughs) For the birds, they like they're liking fizzy these days. (laughs) I specifically remember going with my friend Mavanui to um, Brighton on a day out with her friend Dom. I think his name was. And you know when you're out and you're like, do you want a fizzy drink? It's like a nice Mm -hmm. treat, fun fizzy drink. And he was like, oh, I don't drink fizzy drinks. And I and he was like, I just stopped having them, and now they taste like chemicals. And I was like, what? I can't. Um, I remember. I remember specifically thinking that in my twenties, mm-hmm. and then I stopped drinking them. I used to just neck Diet Coke yes. to the point where I was worried that if you cut me open, I'd look like one of those lovely sort of amethyst paperweights, <laughs> sort of crystals inside. So I, I then I just stopped for whatever reason, and I went back to it now. And fizzy drinks are quite horrible, like chemically. Mm. If you like, most tins of them are really quite disgusting. But sparkling water still gives you that. That sweet, sweet high of bubbles, yeah. but without the like taste. So you used to drink a lot of Diet Coke. Loads. And then you stopped drinking Diet Coke for a really long time. Yeah. And now when you go back to it, it tastes like chemicals. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it, guys? That's the next step on from my story, because I used to drink a you lot of You basically co- teed James up for a story he's told on this podcast. Well, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> hold on, though, because this, this is like Kimmy's come up with a sequel. So I've told this story a lot. I used to drink a lot of Coca-Cola, and I stopped drinking caffeine for like five years, and then started drinking Diet Coke, and it tasted just like Coca-Cola used to taste. It's like a hack. And then I'm drinking loads of Diet Coke, but now it seems that if I then went the next step and stopped drinking the Diet Coke for five years, 
I would then go back to Diet Coke and it would taste like chemicals. And that's interesting. It is, yeah. But it's really, like, you're really playing the long game on this, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Mm. And you strike me as someone who hasn't got many vices, so have your Diet Coke. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm letting myself do that now. But, like, it, it's interesting to know that there's another phase for this because it's one of the listeners' favourite stories <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> A fan favourite. Yeah, fan favourite. <laughs> I think... Saying to someone, you strike me as someone who doesn't have many vices, is the most polite way of saying you're an absolute dweeb. Oh, no. <laughs> more sort of like, and then the sort of like caveat in the air is like, other than all the sex work, because you murder. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's one or the other, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it is. I'm, I'm either a dweeb or you suspect I'm secretly a murderer. Yeah, you could be both. A sex murderer, to be specific. <laughs> about something then when you were talking about giving up something I've, I've lost it now gone yeah i've got that um brain t- i've got attention deficit disorder so sometimes mm. it'll be like oh say yeah. that and then i don't want to interrupt because i'm a guest at the restaurant i mean you you've got such bad attention deficit disorder you couldn't remember the name for attention deficit disorder and called it brain thing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's hardcore <laughs> yeah i do make it sound much more sort of severe yeah. than, than it is i've got this brain thing <laughs> Also, now you've said about the, that that visual of being cut open and you look like an amethyst paperweight. Yeah, I'm still thinking about I'm, that. I'm, I'm not, I, I drink a lot of Diet Coke, a lot of uh, Cherry Pepsi Max. So now every time I drink it, I'm going to think I look like a, a geode inside. <laughs> and do you and like then, that idea? And it will remind me of the Simpsons episode where they all bring in geodes for show and tell. Yeah. That's one of my favourite Simpsons bits. I used Aww. to collect the geodes and rocks and stuff. I oh, love she this. did. I didn't know this. Yeah. I didn't know this. I, I subscribed to a magazine. Wow. Where you got like a rock every month. Mm. <gasps> Sounds like someone doesn't have many vices. <laughs> if, if, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> if you catch my hand. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what the magazine was called, but it was advertised on TV and stuff. And I was like, I remember Mum, it. I want to subscribe really? to this. You've got a little box. Yeah, a box with, of it. With like a geode or a yeah. rock in it. And I used to read the magazine quite quickly, but I was so happy with my little rocks. And. I couldn't believe that they were just giving away what I assumed to be precious gemstones. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get this every month and I'm going to be rich. I, like, I'm going to be, I remember saying to my mum, I was like, yes. when should we sell these? Because we're going to be rich. They have given me gems, mum. <laughs> Pop those with the NatWest pigs. That's your yeah. pension, mum. <laughs> I had, I used to get um, Bugs magazine. Oh, I remember Bugs magazine. Yeah, and you would get sort of a piece of plastic glow in the dark. That thing, and you would build a scorpion, which you would slot together, and yeah. a spider, and they were really quite magnificent. Over time, and, yeah, over time. So you—that's the whole thing—is uh, magazine one. Yeah. They lure you in with something amazing. Yeah. So you're like, well, I want that. And then you're also, and they're like, oh, so you get the first thing. You're like, this is exciting. And then obviously you have to spend about eighty quid yeah. getting the quite crap thing that it yeah. builds or goes together. The- but your one is good because yeah. I remember being into gems when I was that age and stones as well, mm-hmm. and, and of course thinking everything was precious. It yeah. Except fool's gold. I was like, you're not having me, mate. <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember really wanting that magazine, but I was we were a bug's house instead. You were a bug's house. Well, we were a rock's house, and then I realised they weren't <laughs> precious, uh, and then I started collecting salt and pepper pots instead. <laughs> the most precious yeah. items in the world. It sort of reminds me, now I'm picturing you as, do you remember um, there were a, a child who was an antiques Experts. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, her yeah, name's yeah. Lauren. Yeah, yes. uh, yeah, and, and just that sort of really eccentric sort of set of interests of being like rocks yeah. and salt and pepper pots is absolutely adorable. Yeah, I had Lauren Harry's vibes. Sure, I wasn't as smart. I didn't dress as smart when I was. You know what? It's quite refreshing for me to be sitting in a room and uh, have someone else be told they're the one with Lauren Harry's vibes because. <laughs> For too long now, I've been compared to Lauren Harry's when she was a child. Yeah, but it's too late now. Now you're that train guy. Which train guy? <gasps> oh, I bet I know Isn't who you mean. Isn't he like the train guy? The train guy, yeah. Francis. 
He's really great. He's a really enthusiastic train spotter. He goes viral on TikTok all of the time. Mm, okay. Um, he's. Uh, I showed Benito a video of him earlier. Isn't he like James? Really yeah. handsome. Uh, yeah, says, yes, really handsome. Really oh, see, handsome. really oh, handsome. Nice. And Thank he you, has Kiri. a he has a camera that sort of points to his own face, and he mm. stands on on um, bridges, and he's got one of his mates as train driver, and he'll sort of do the do the horn or whatever it's called. I'm just yeah. going to get you a yeah. picture of him with the camera. Okay. Strapped thank to you his very much. Because, I mean, uh, I, I can't believe that we. Were, I, I've just like hit gold with the fact that Ed used to. Collect <laughs> gemstones and geodes from a magazine, and now it's still going back to me. The color of a train spotter. <laughs> so I found a good picture of him. I'm going to show you this. Really great. People love him. Yeah. Okay. So this isn't an insult, but yeah. you've got similar vibes. There's. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's. Do you know what it is? It's a lovely smile, yeah. symmetrical face, and a good jumper. Yeah. 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 Um. Here's a picture of him with the. I mean, when the camera strapped to his head, it's. Oh, that's insane. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, it loses all ridiculous. perspective. I mean, he, he seems to be finding it funny, to be fair. <laughs> oh, he has a great he, he, time. He seems to be funny. He knows, well, that's, that, that's, that's a laugh. I remember what I was going to say. It's not good. Here we go. When you were talking about... <laughs> looks having, a shame. <laughs> so sad. When you were talking about having Diet Coke, yes. and it now tastes like Coke, you've forgotten what it tastes like, right? Yes. Well, now I've thought something else. I think that's... I, I don't, I'm plant-based. I think it's the same with cheese. I think vegan cheese is good, because I've forgotten what cheese tastes like. Anyway, that's an aside. Oh, that is interesting. Actually. When I when I have Red Bull, I can taste vodka in it because of how hard I smash that in my twenties in the totally, uni. Totally understand that. <laughs> every every Red Bull, I'm like, there's vodka in this. The tastes are just completely linked yeah, now. They're absolutely. completely tied into each other. Yeah, my body's like, that. we know yeah. what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> You're about to have terrible sex. <laughs> <laughs> Pop lobs or bread. Pop lobs or bread. Timmy Pritchard McLean. Pop lobs or bread. What was it like, by the way? You are the first person who has had problems of bread shouted at them over Zoom and in person. Yeah. <laughs> Which one did you prefer? I think I preferred it in person. Thank you. Because over Zoom, I can sense the spit, but in person, I can see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to see the spit. Really flew. Really flew today. Did you really went for it? We're trying to scare Kiri. I wanted Kiri to be scared, but, you know, Kiri does a podcast about serial killers. Very hard to scare her during the food pod. Can't spook her during the food pod. No, I imagine when you're doing the serial killer podcast, you and Fairburn are, are absolutely you terrified, aren't you, both of you? What was that about? I am very jumpy. I, yeah. I scream all the time. If my partner, I need him to get up to wear like a bell round his neck because if he comes into the room and I'm not expecting it, even though I know he's there, I'll scream in his face. Yeah. Um, I'm really, really jumpy. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, really quite worryly. And sometimes I'll freak myself out. This is a story I apologise for told on my podcast, but when I lived in Manchester, I got convinced there was a murderer upstairs and I was too scared to go upstairs and I needed a wee where the bathroom was so I, I weed in a saucepan in my kitchen and slept on the sofa. <laughs> and yeah. is it right that you never wash that saucepan as well? You just let it yeah. build up each time. Let, let the layers build Let's up. just say the birds ran your way and not happy. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God, lads, don't get it's like vodka Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. There's vodka in this, I swear. My wife can really scare herself as well. Sometimes we'll be lying in just, I'll be going to sleep, we'll just be in the dark in bed, and she'll suddenly go, oh, Hello, Ed. Go, yeah, what? She'll be like, Oh, sorry, I, I, I thought about it not being you. So she's imagined in her head that it's not me oh, and uh, that someone else is in the bed and then she'll scare us. Now I've got that one. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I'm just getting used to hearing Ed say, My wife. I love it. I think it's so I lovely. every opportunity. And I've not got into that awful habit of uh, doing it in a Borat voice yet. I'm going to resist that for as long as possible. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. Or having an eye roll built into it as well. Well, I kind of do want to start doing that. Start going, my bloody wife. <laughs> yeah. Only with really positive stuff to say. <laughs> <laughs> my bloody wife's so supportive. <laughs>
<laughs> She's not, though. <laughs> what makes you say that, James? Doesn't support me. Doesn't support you? No. No. It's not. I don't think it's blanket support. No. I don't, I don't think, think she's like, thumbs up, ISIS. Oh, you, 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 listen... you get the tag supportive if, if you're not supporting everyone. Oh, just support one person. That's not a personality trait. Yeah, but that's like football supporters support one team, don't they? They don't support the notion of football. Yeah, okay. <laughs> got, got me there. Um, Papadoms or bread, though? Okay. I think this might be the easiest one. I th- yeah, it's bread. Yeah. Bread every I'm time. I'm pretty sure you said bread last time. Yeah, I think I said bread last time. I really like poppadoms, but uh, as very tedious to say again, as someone who's plant-based, the dippage isn't very good. Mm-hmm. It's chopped up raw onion, mm-hmm. no thanks, with mango chutney. I'm all right. Cheers. Yeah. No? Too much like jam that they're trying to pass off as a savoury. Mm, I mean, you just described heaven. Really? I wish, what, savoury jam? Wish, I wish in all, in all cuisines they were passing off jam as savoury stuff. Oh, yeah. Just giving me a pot of jam. I don't know. I just think jam is sort of for me in the bracket of like war food Mm -hmm. with like spam and stuff like that, you know, like corned beef. Right, lamb. Ham? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, my acrostic poem about war. (laughs) Hey, anything from the war. Corned beef, like powdered egg kind of stuff, or powdered mustard, Mm -hmm. you know, like when you get it in a little thing. And for me, jam's in there. Mm. It just feels like quite a a boomer food. WI sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you could just, I've never seen anyone finish a pot of jam. Good point. Who's finishing a pot of jam? It's just there, isn't it? Maybe at a hotel when they give you a tiny one, you're like, oh, this I could do, a little holiday with jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. They annoy me, the little little pots, because you can't quite get in with it. they should give you a knife that is to scale with the pot. Interesting. Push your whole tongue in. Because you, you're putting the big knife in there yeah. and you can't really get all the corners. Like, your oh, hand's too it. big for that. So they should give you a little rubber hand to attach to the yeah. knife as yeah. well. <laughs> and you just do the whole thing real little, like a Wallace and Gromit cartoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But this is reminding me of those of videos of, you know, when people book, put, like bake a tiny cake for a hamster. Yes. yes. It boils my piss. It's the most irritating thing oh. in the world. Easy to boil your piss. <laughs> Straight to the sauce. (laughs) Ready to be boiled. Lovely. (laughs) Yeah, I find that stuff so irritating. I just want to fucking slap the person who's doing it. Why do you find it irritating? Because I'm just like, oh, fuck off now. Like, it's just, it's so deeply pointless and and Mm. irritating. Like, just pissing about with that much care on something. That's so small. That's so small, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough if you're painting tiny doll's furniture because I secretly want a doll's house. Fine. But if you're making a cake for a hamster, the hamster won't eat it. Just, I just is really irritating. Because it clearly takes ages as well. Yeah. I find it really winds me up. I think that's fair enough because the whole thing is just like it might be a nice little video but when you take into account how long that's taken how much effort's going into it and the fact that Hamster yeah. for all it knows I mean, Hamster doesn't know what's going on <laughs> Stupid isn't it Hamster? Yeah very yeah. I like it Really? Why? Why do you like it so much? Imagine having a thing that small What? Just having a small thing's cool like I've a seen sp- a burrito one where they make a little burrito for yeah, a hamster. I saw that. Yeah, oh. it, uh, actually, it looks funny when it's eating it. That one. Yeah, it picks, uh. picks it up because it does it. Because that's kind of they got a sense of humour there because they know it's going to pick it up with both hands. Yeah, and eat okay. it like a. That's quite funny. The cake. Yeah. It's not like it's going to. 
no, eat double it properly. Hand it. Just, yeah. yeah, shoving its stupid face in there. <laughs> but like the burrito, it's like eating it like you you would eat a burrito, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Not well, you specifically. No. <laughs> <laughs> you saw me eating outside on the pavement. Yeah, yeah. There she all, is. all I seem to do in London as well, because I'm always too scared to eat in places, is I just find myself resting on a bin and eating over it i'd say at least once a day when i'm here it's such a common sight for me to be just hunched over you know like when buzzards put their wings around their food like hunched over my food eating over over a bin so i can throw it away and then just keep walking it's yeah. really disgusting i, <laughs> I think i'm like that. two more tally appearances away from not being able to do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're edging closer to a heat magazine <laughs> spotted yeah yeah i think that about Man. i think i bought the last phone that I'll buy from CEX before I can't uh-huh. do it. Do you know what I mean? They'd be like, sure. yeah, she, I'm sure it's so-and-so from so-and-so. It's in the CEX buying a phone. <laughs> if you could store food in your cheeks like a hamster, would you do it? Um, I think I can. I feel quite confident that I can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Have cause... they got pockets in there, though? I think they've got yeah, pockets. Yeah, special got ones. Pockets, that... right? Yeah. But my weight fluctuates, so I, I feel like there's quite a lot of give in my face. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, like when you used to get the Guinness Book of Records at Christmas, I hope that's a universal observation. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And you, you know those people who used to put pegs? I always wanted yeah, the stretchy skin. Because it turned out that they had a skin defect. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. why they could all do it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, why? Why am I not able to do this? And my mum's like, it's a good, it's a good thing. <laughs> what kind of bread are we talking Okay, so I love a bread with a bit going on in it. Yeah. Um, don't like just plain bread. Although every now and then really cheap white sliced bread with really salty crap butter on mm-hmm. or like marge on it is like delicious. So I like a brown sort of like bread with walnuts in is mm-hmm. really nice. I just love, oh my God. You know, when you get the bread basket and you <laughs> finally feel comfortable enough to ask them to fill it up again, that has been the sort of a... a life-changing experience yeah. for me that I don't feel ashamed now. You get refills on the bread basket. I don't think we've had a yeah. guest who does refills on the bread basket before. Well, I was in a place last night and we got a refill on the bread basket. It's not all about you, Ed. The guests Love it, but I'm just making Kiri more comfortable. That it's I'm not, not trying to did make Kiri feel self-conscious. Uh, yeah, we did ask. And yeah. they were like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This yeah. is the thing is, they like you forget, you can just ask. Mm-hmm. And they can't really say no. Yeah. I love a white bread with olives in. I think the... The salty pop of an olive mm. is so delicious in bread. Yeah. And when I went to... You both done Kilkenny um, Festival. I've never done it. Really? No. It's worth going. Worth it for the bread? Uh, genuinely. There's a... I think it's called Truffles. There's an Italian restaurant there that does brilliant vegan stuff. They made me a, a vegan eaten mess. Oh, wow. And they like he was like, oh, we can make this. And just like knocked it up. So yeah, my partner and I, we got... You could take away... Uh, Guinness bread um, and and like this olive what's it called? Tapenade yeah tapenade so we had this massive meal and then just went straight back to our hotel and then in bed just (laughs) with no clothes on just ate a Guinness loaf (laughs) and he's so lovely the owner and was really enthusiastic and and because we were both plant based was like how was this was this okay would you change it it was just really sweet and yeah and so we were like can we please buy some of this to eat and then we're meant to say it for the next day but just even though we're full just smashed through it it was so good so I love salty tastes and that sort of like I guess I don't know what is Guinness. Well, that stouty, Stout, stouty sort yeah. of almost earthy, like yes. yeah, really yeah. deep, rich. Fat. I love, love it. that. Yeah. Yeah, love yeah. that. And then it's about the butters and stuff. So like, mm. I really like salt to the point where it's definitely a problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> but oh, this is something I mentioned on the last podcast. I was going to say, yeah, because this is mad. Because like, this is something where you not only mentioned it, you then sent some of the product 
to us. We got. Oh yeah. We I mean, I said, yeah, we got some free stuff off you. And it's never even been out on the pod before. Yeah, so I, so where we live, my partner and I, on, on um, Anglesey slash Ennismore on the island at the top of Wales, is a, is an amazing place. And it's the Menai Straits is the stretch of water between the mainland and the island. And it's like incredibly clean water because the mussel beds, they naturally filter everything out. Some kids I went to school with, their parents had a sea zoo um, which was wild. It's such a cool story. So their parents met in uni and then to make money would sell fish in the students' union. Uh-huh. Like, just sell it, which is wild. Apologies if any of them are listening and I've got it wrong. Then they, um, when they left uni, they set up a fishmongers mm-hmm. and they used to have tanks in there with some of the stuff in and, and everything was from the straits and people used to ask them questions and it got to the point where people were coming to ask questions about that. So they set up a sea zoo. So they have like, license for the water in the straits and at some point they were like oh there's really good salt here so they started making salt and now it's Helen Morn which is like amazing and Barack Obama's had it in the White House and stuff like that but the salt is so delicious it's really it's really good good it's so good isn't it the garlic one yeah I have it in everything, even even sweet stuff. I'm like, put some garlic yeah. in, the, in the brownies. Oh, it's so good. It's so delicious. So, yeah, I would definitely really salty butter. Like, I just love it. And, and flavoured salt as well. Because mm-hmm. I think I would just have olive oil and salt on bread. Is that a bit weird? No, it's great. It's great. It was good olive oil and good salt and good bread. You don't need anything else, really. I think yeah. so. Cause Didn't they make that ketchup as well that you said? Oh, my the days. Black, the black I've, garlic ketchup. I've got, you get a pin badge with black garlic ketchup on it like a little on the bottle I got it for all my family for Christmas it's so good that isn't black it garlic ketchup oh, yeah, I, put, I put it in the uh, you know little little uh, little basket of food you know little food basket for everyone a whole bunch of different things some custom press you know things oh. like that all your favourites yeah put the black garlic ketchup in there pretty pleased so myself good. It's really good. There's, th- yeah, and oh god, that's so good. With um, there's a really good fake bacon now. Have you had this? Bacon? Yes, yeah, it's really good. It's really yeah, good, yeah, it's really isn't nice, it? Yeah. Oh, that on a, on a with some. Oh my god, I'm just getting so excited. Um, <laughs> with like nice thick bread is so lovely. But yeah, have you tried there? They've got. I think it's like a salted car- smoked caramel like spread. Oh wow! And that's am- I can't oh. have it because it's got like butter and stuff in it. But it's meant to be absolutely amazing. Wow. I'll get. That I'll send good. you some. This is the thing. After this, Benito, make sure we get rid of this one as well. And we keep on getting carry on and getting <laughs> more free shit. <laughs> this is the way to do it. We come on to the starter. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what it was? I don't think I remember. No, I've got, I've got no I'm idea. Trying the, old, to think, the old Banksy I think it was something... I think we got into your like home cooking and family cooking later on in the podcast. So I think this is from a restaurant, the starter. But maybe I'm wrong. Mm, interesting. I've got two ideas for it. They are mains, but it's a starter size. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Size. So my two options, yes. you can help me narrow it down. So my partner cooks Brussels sprouts with Samfire. So this is so rank. Ah, it's quite... Now, this was on the podcast last time. Samfire. Yes. I'm pretty sure I was excited that someone finally mentioned Samfire. Yeah. Yes. Which I've recently learned how to forage. Yes. Yes. Right. So... Let's not just keep saying yes every time huh? Kiri says he something. Let's hear it's it. Let's, for me. Remember, we're all hearing it for the first time. Is that the starter? This is fun for me. I'm going to keep saying yes. It's <laughs> my catchphrase for this episode. Can you tell us about how you forage it? I could tell you loads about this starter. So, for a, I'm going to just lay out what the starter is because it's yeah. actually quite involved. So, what you need to do is go to my local Chinese yeah. and you need to order salt and pepper tofu, which is really good from there. Uh-huh. It's um, it's the only Chinese in like the countryside, so it doesn't have to be good. I thought you were about to say it was the only Chinese in the country there. I was like, <laughs> I've got news for you. 
no this idea. is going to blow your mind. I don't, know why, I don't know Wales that well, to be fair. So maybe it is. Um, it's, it has like no rights being good, but it's excellent, especially yeah. for vegan stuff. So you get the salt and pepper tofu from there. Then you eat all the tofu. You don't let your partner do what he wants to do and eat all the chilies and, and mm. stuff that's left behind, all the gooey stuff. Mm. Love that so gooey stuff. It's so good. It's so Keep good. that gooey stuff, right? Yeah. In the Nescafe jar. <laughs> I was going to say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree here. Disgusting, yeah. yeah. I got his varicose veins and his eating habits. Um, so, yeah, you cook, you cook um, Brussels sprouts. If you, to- you cut them in half, you-, you boil them really a little bit and then you, like, toast them and then put these salt and pepper stuff in them so you fry them off in that. So they, they there's... Mm. If you look at um, Brussels sprouts as texture and not taste, they're perfect. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's like building blocks for it. So fry them and in with the salt and pepper stuff. Then I add like vegan cream cheese and then samphire. And it is such a sort of like salty, snappy, crunchy, but creamy dish. It's so good. And yeah, my partner always makes a mountain of it and I end up eating it all. Um, it's, oh God, it's so good. And yeah, samphire good. is known as sea asparagus, but they, they look... I don't know how to describe how it looks. It looks like mm. a succulent you'd find like a hipster cafe on a yeah. table. Um, and it grows anywhere that there's sort of, well, seawater and, and sandy, like, yeah, flats, basically. And you can go and forage it and it's all perfectly legal, guys. And uh, which immediately makes it sound like it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, one, no one was thinking it was illegal. Sounds like the kind of vice I'd have. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have forage samphire. I'm a bit worried about James. He started foraging samphire. <laughs> Don't tell the cops. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever foraged. You do strike me as people who might have done it as a result of this podcast. I haven't. Would like to. Yeah, I'd love to do a bit of foraging. Oh, my gosh. Yes, uh, samphire, Brussels sprouts, um, cream cheese and salt and pepper. All those, like, leftover bits in together. Yeah. It, a bowl of that for my starter. That sounds great. Amazing. That sounds delicious. Now, there was another option, but I'm very happy with that. Yeah, that's fine then. Now, do you want... Here's the option. Do you want me to do this as we go along? I can tell you what you chose last time, or do you want to, all, do you want to know all of it at the end? See, I know what my pudding was, so uh-huh. let me just get through the main, and yeah. then I want to know because I, I don't want it to influence my decision. Okay. Yeah. On my main. Yeah. Fine. I'll keep it secret. Your main course. I hope this is allowed. Hmm. But like. I absolutely buzz off loads of picky bits. Yes. <laughs> picky bits? Yeah. So I'd love a main of loads of picky bits. And then could I tell you about what the picky bits are? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Look, you're not you're not the first person to do picky bits. Yeah. yeah. As a, uh, as a main course. No, I'm telling I'm I'm telling you that because there's a precedent for it. So we're okay. not going to we're not, not going to deny the trouble. picky bits. You're not going to get in trouble. But then my I want my side to be what should be the main dish really. Interesting. Yeah. So you want a series of sides for your main course and then your side dish is going to be a main course. Yeah, but yeah. And then they'll go, do you want to make it a side dish portion? I'll be like, no, it's fine, it'll be fine. It'll be horrible. Yeah, Yeah, so and then you get two mains. We'll we'll all share and then then the waiter will go, who's we? And you go, they're they're coming (laughs) over. Me standing over this bin. (laughs) In the middle of the table, do you want there to be a sort of bin in Um, the middle so you mm. can... No, I think I'll I think I'll be all right. Do you know? Have you ever been to Ben Brazil in Manchester? No. Oh, so it's really good. It's one of those like Brazilian ones where they, you know, they slice your sausage off a big steak. Yeah. Uh, you know, like a, a yeah, yeah, what yeah. thing, and and then they cut the steaks off. A churrascaria. Is that what it's called? I so, yes. Wow. Well, I'll tell you he what. He surprises me every episode. Yeah. <laughs> Stuffy nose. Stuffy nose. Is it one of the ones where you have like a little disc that's red yes. or green? God, I absolutely love that. 
And the first time I went to one of those, I didn't. We didn't realize that was the thing. I, I went to one with my dad and my stepmom, my brother and sister, and they kept coming over to my sister and giving her the meat. And we were in Brazil, and we we just decided that, that we were like all the Brazilian guys really fancy my sister because all the waiters are coming over and only giving her the meat. And then we realised it was a traffic light system where you had to flip the thing into green to get served. And we were all on red, and my sister was on green. We were going back, and we put it. We'd put it down to some sort of horrible, like weird xenophobic thing. We were like, "All the foreign men, give it on to my sister." No, she just had the green, the green drinks mat up. I love those. I love the simplicity of the little card that you flip round. Mm. I think it's a nice bit of novelty. I will say the Ben Brazil ones in Manchester, the buffet in the middle. Absolutely banging and doesn't mm. need to be. Oh, yeah. Nice. I remember going there with... Why I'm talking about the bin thing. I'm so sorry. Um, is I remember going there with our... It was quite dear when we were students. It's like 30 quid a head, which was a lot a lot mm. of money as yeah. students. But we'd be like, right, we'll go to Ben Brazil for like occasions. And I remember we went for something that was quite special. And so there's like six of us there. And then um, there was a... There's like a thing at the end of the table. Someone was like, what's that for? And I was like, it's to put your bones in really confidently. Yeah. It was a champagne bucket. I'd just never seen one before. And was, so just like me being like a scumbag, but never wanting to show face that I don't understand what things are. Yeah. So we like animal, like Henry VIII, we're just throwing our bones into this champagne bucket. And eventually one of the people who went to the restaurant very sort of kindly came along and took it away. And it's only when I saw other people with like bottles of wine and champagne that I was like, oh no. Oh, no. This is so embarrassing. Imagine her taking it. <laughs> oh, God. Just put loads of bones in it. We've got someone from Wales in again. They've <laughs> <laughs> asked for a nest cafe jar. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I guess we'll put this out for the birds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no bin. Although I do love a lazy Susan in the middle of a table. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My favourite Chinese restaurant in Manchester, RIP, used to do dim sum till three. That was a very so, good Where you took me? Is it- yes, it was. Bin, yeah, yeah I remember. Can I just check, you mean it shut down? It wasn't called RIP. No, no, it shut down. Yeah, I find with Chinese restaurants as well, ones that you can sit in, the worse the toilets, the better the food. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So if the towels are all sort of cracked and the toilet's mm. leaking, I know good they're going to do some really yeah, yeah. good That's stuff. That's why you're in your meal anyway, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hovering over the toilet, but it's immediately expel it all. <laughs> don't, don't, don't put any extra effort into this. So they have lazy seasons in that one that we took you to. Uh-huh. I think it was there we took you. you, you I, I remember being on the way there, and was about three or four of you taking me to this place, and you were all very excited about it. And you all said to me, it's like the food in Spirited Away, how you imagine it to taste, and it's that's how it tastes. And, as in the buns in Spirited oh, yeah. Away. So you're saying those buns they eat in Spirited Away. So I, I may have even said this on the podcast before mm-hmm. and said people took me to a restaurant once and said about the buns. So I've even like referenced wow. it and I remember getting the buns and they were... They were great. They were like the buns in Spirited Away. Yeah. So it, it, if it was the place with the great buns... It is. That was where I went. And do you know what? The buns aren't even making the cut this time. Wow. Because I do like the buns, but they're... There's two things I would like to shake off the shackles of my non-eating meat, you know, situation and have on this meal in this restaurant. Mm-hmm. So one is normal steam rife with cabbage leaves on top, but they do it with three roasted meats on top. So you get mm. your belly pork. Oh, fucking miss belly pork every day. No, there's no vegan equivalent of that. Is there, there is no, well, and we've tried. Like yeah. J- Jack Monroe, who's amazing. Their 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 cookery book had a a, a vegan. Uh, what's it called belly pork mm-hmm. recipe in it and it was delicious it just didn't taste like belly pork so don't say it's going to taste like it <laughs> <laughs> and even, even in the introduction was like 
my friends couldn't tell the difference. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you're from your friends. They're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. I love belly pork so much. Oh, it, and it's a really cheap cut of meat as well. Yeah. So I, I remember when I lived, uh, uh, this is like an ex-boyfriend of mine. I was cooking for him and I would make belly pork and you do like a crumb for it with like breadcrumbs, um, mustard and rosemary. And then it sort of like bakes on. It's really mm. lovely with pork, but it was obviously really cheap cut of meat. So I was like, oh, I'll make these. Um, one of its belly pork had a nipple on it. So I just, <laughs> just cut off the nipple. you got to cut the nipple threw, off. Threw it away and just still still gave it to him. Yeah. Um, I think you've either got to cut it off and pretend it didn't happen or make a feature of it. Maybe <laughs> pierce it. Yeah. <laughs> Pierce it. Yeah, put it, put a little ring Sexy through it. Sexy little cut from it. Also yeah. had a tattoo. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so be- it had, has belly pork char siu. Is that, am I saying that correctly? The uh-huh. one that's red around the edge? red. Yeah, 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 yeah. The red yeah. one. And roast duck. And they're just so, ju- all of them are really mm. juicy. Mm-hmm. Off the bone because I don't like yeah. messing around with bones. Thank you. So, Good yes. It's, it's it's just called like meat roasted three ways or something like that or three three roast meat or something like that that would be on there definitely because mm-hmm. it's so delicious and succulent and I do miss that I miss belly pork I was going to say more than I miss my grandparents but that's not fair <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you went about that in the worst way possible. You had the thought, which was awful. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't say it. Mm-hmm. You didn't go all in with the joke, but you said it out loud anyway. <laughs> you're, you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just go, yeah, I'm not going to go through with it as a yeah. joke, but it was how I genuinely felt. <laughs> no, it was the first thing that came into my heart when I thought of how much I missed belly pork. No, do you know what it is? It's actually, I've, I've not had belly pork for four years. They have been dead for ages. So if yeah. anything, they've stayed loyal to me for longer. That's what it is. Belly pork has yeah. actually been more consistent yeah. than my yeah. grandparents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that would be on there. They also used to do this um, Chinese. It was rice paper with king prawn inside. And we used to call them prawn dicks because they were like <laughs> the width of a dick. So they were like really meaty. They were the width of a dick. <laughs> not, not like a, like, not like a, the kind of dick you would talk about Good or bad, but, either. But also, but, yeah, but you'd, be, you'd be like, oh, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah fine, fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look and go, oh, it's dick size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These ones are like, it's 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 rice stuff, but it's deep fried, so it's got that lovely crisp like crunch. Now they're rarely the width of a dick. Exactly, which so I'm like, where are they I getting these king prawns you, from? You have, you have said it. Oh yeah, it's noteworthy. I wouldn't yeah. bring up the dick thing if it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. still thinking about the way you described the size of the dick mm. being not one you would talk about, good or bad. Yeah, yeah. not you know, not that's either so, way. That's so perfect. Such a good way to describe a dick. <laughs> yeah, and and I've heard Kiri talk about dicks. So a lot. I, I, I know, I know exactly what she means. Yeah. <laughs> I know the kind of dicks that Kiri talks about, <laughs> good and bad. I've heard them. No one else. No one else ever brings the subject up. It's for me. It's some, a, someone's got a story. It's a unit of measurement. Like with mm. pizzas, I can only work out how big they're going to be from that because I don't use inches. Oh, in, for inches yeah. other than yeah, other yeah, than dicks. Like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Think of, yeah. Twenty mm. inch. <laughs> When did I say 20 inch? <laughs> <laughs> so I've got the rice with the meats. I've got the rice paper, the, the prawn black dicks. prawn dicks is what prawn we dicks. used to call yeah. them. Prawn dicks. And then I'd also like some of those Linda McCartney. Have you seen her like fake chicken pugget, bucket thing she does? It's no. like a fake KFC thing. No. Oh. It's so delicious <laughs> to whack down with some garlic mayo. Now at this point, yeah, yeah. you've entered the world where you're going to, in this dream world, you're going to have these meats and the prawns. Yeah. Why are you then introducing fake chicken? Is it so good that it's it's better than the chicken equivalent? 
yes, but what it's mimicking doesn't taste of chicken. Right. So it's no one has to die for it, mm-hmm. and it still tastes like shit chicken. Right. Okay. Yeah. Win-win. So that's what vegan stuff does very well. I think. I think so. Mimics shit versions. Yeah. God, I'm gonna ask, I have to add something to my main. Now you've said that. Oh right. Excellent. Yeah, I to... I was trying to find one on the way here. I am. Um, I don't know if this is an act of bravery to say, but clinically addicted to the plant-based chicken royale from Burger King. Okay. Really? I, Benito's nodding his head. He did the chef's it's kiss. It's so good, isn't it? It's so brilliant because it's so shit in the back. Like, yeah. the, the bread still tastes of sugar. Uh-huh. The, like, the mayo is, like, really salty. The lettuce is, like, cold but and, and like, crunchy but not clearly not fresh. And then, like, the chicken thing is, like, that spongy, rubbish chicken. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's all, like, it's meant to be like that. It's designed yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so good. It's so good. If you haven't so tried now you're one, adding that to your own You know what? I'm not, I, I'm going to, I'm going to push the royale out. Good to give it a shout out, though. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. to help a struggling business. <laughs> you know, Burger. I love an underdog. <laughs> um, okay, put that, so. Put that on the website, Benito. Burger King. <laughs> I'm going to have prawn dicks. The rice with three, uh, like, meats on it. And a Linda McCartney sort of, uh, yeah, whatever her, like, rip off of a KFC bucket yeah. is. Yeah. That. Great. It's your main. Yeah. And I love condiments. Yeah. Well, I love different flavours of mayo. It's actually much clearer to what my heart's okay. telling me. Okay. So lots of different flavoured mayos to dip stuff Take in. Take through them. Yeah. Um, well, a, a roast garlic mayo <laughs> is really good. Made, huh? That's the worst joke What did ever. you say? She said Simon mayo. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Good joke. Imagine, imagine you know. Imagine Can I have loads of different types of mayo, please? Then Simon Mayo turns And one up. of them is Simon Mayo. <laughs> mayo of the county? Yeah. 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 That's it. That's all the mayos I can think of. I'm yeah. out now. Let's hear your different types of mayo. So the sriracha mayo. mayo you can get from Lidl. Yes. yes. Yeah, with a goose. Lucky goose or something like that. Lucky goose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's good. Although recently I think they've changed the ingredients. It's got hotter. Really? Uh, yeah, I've noticed it because I'm a an absolute <clears throat> pussy with um, <laughs> hot stuff. And I, ha- yeah, I'm sure that the ingredients have changed because I used to be able to just, you know, smash back a bottle in, in no time. But now I'm like, I can't, it's too much. I have to sort of have Cut normal, it with mayo. normal mayo. Yeah, yeah normal in between, sort of like an amuse bouche of Hellman's mayonnaise. You know what? I'm glad they set out the game for so long and uh-huh. then came back in and were like, We've done it. We've made the perfect vegan mayo because Hellman's vegan mayonnaise is absolutely is outstanding. It? They, they've smashed it. I don't think you could. I'd be interested to see what you think as someone who can remember the taste of stuff like that. I bet. I, I bet. I don't think. Uh, I bet. I don't think. I wow. Bet I, can, I, <laughs> wow. I couldn't tell the difference. Wow. I bet. I don't think. The last thing he said before I he hope, had his I stroke. Mean, you're playing with fire, mate. <laughs> huh? You're playing with fire. What are you talking about? You're, you're, the first thing you did on this podcast was go. We did be especially for some time. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> uh, uh, everyone said it was great, but you just said, "I bet I don't think," and that is going to well, be. I bet I don't think that's going to be a no context off I menu. I bet I don't think I could tell. No the context off menu. You're going to tweet that. It's sriracha, be great. sriracha mayo is vegan anyway, isn't it? Wants to move on from it. Well, that well, one is. I think the official sriracha mayo is vegan anyway. Really? Mm, I, bet, yeah. I bet it is. <laughs> I bet I don't think it is. I bet I don't think it is. <laughs> um, have you ever made your own mayo? No, of course not. Well, because we got rescue chickens now, so we have Who do they rescue? <laughs> All the English people who go up are Snowden in flip-flops. Yeah. Yeah. Send the chickens up. Yeah, they're freezing up there. They're going, what's up? What's up? We'll come and help you. And then suddenly, my God! They're climbing up on ropes. <laughs> I can't do a chicken impression. Get on the rope, rescue chickens! They've got a little bottle of sriracha mayo around, the, around their neck. Drink this! Drink this! 
cricket, fucker, have a little supper day, it's going to warm you up nice. Sorry, Kim. <laughs> it's fine. You got rescue chickens. Yeah. And you made your own mayo. And I, well, no, I want to. It's always like more yellow when people mm. make it and it looks so delicious, but then when it comes down to it, can't be asked. Can't be asked. No yeah. way I'm ever doing it. No. Yeah. <laughs> Um, sriracha mayo, garlic mayo. There's a yeah. there's a company that does. Oh, I can't remember what they is on the front of the jars, but they do like a vegan hollandaise, mm. and it is absolutely excellent. And they do a really good roasted garlic one as well. The black garlic ketchup of of um, yesteryear yeah. fame of um, Helen Morn. So I don't like tomato as a flavour. Mm. I really think it can get to fuck. Oh, I can't stand across it. the board. I, I, I'll tolerate it on a pizza. Yeah. But outside of that, no. You sort of have to toler- tolerate it on yeah. a pizza. If you want a pizza. You, you want it yeah. to turf. Yeah. You want yeah. it to turf there. Yeah, yeah agreed. Yeah. You, can't, you can't get angry at it. I also think that mayo is, like, mayo with rice, brilliant. Mm. Like, every, everything there would be great with mayo. You've mayo not mentioned my favourite mayo. I was quite excited when you said no. most different mayos, oh, and then no. my favourite one didn't come up. <gasps> oh, my God, no, I've got it, I've got it. Okay, no. my favourite mayo. Oh, I've got a mayo story to tell you. <laughs> This is so, so, okay, so What a Pickle is a company. Um, <laughs> I thought you were doing, like, the title of the story yeah. there. I've got a story to tell you. Well, what a Pickle you know by Kimmy Pritchard McClay. It will actually, it will, it will work with the title. Okay. Right, great. So Here picture the scene. Yeah. Okay. What a Pickle. Your partner story. and I, tra- we transport, like, anything vegan will buy, anything small business will buy. So we just take a punt yeah. on tarragon mayo from what, what a Pickle. What a wow. Pickle. <laughs> And we get it home. This doesn't sound like a pickle sofa, by the way. We so. finish the jar in a day. What a pickle. So then we go back to get it. <laughs> yeah. There's no more tarragon mayo. What? They were like, oh, no one is buying it. So it all went, like, that was it. That You had the last jar. So we're like, oh, God, how are we going to track this down? So then there's a lockdown, and all we're thinking of is this tarragon mayo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then we go back to... I've said this slightly wrong. Okay, so we go to... Okay, right, so we go to a shopping centre near us. I love there's a lockdown and all you're thinking about is Tarragon Mayo. I promise you, okay, right. Not worried about the NHS or anything? (laughs) Also, my favourite stories are ones that are flat up at the beginning going, right, I've got a story, and then go wrong and have to be started again. (laughs) My favourite type of story. It's because I... I love it. I I remember this one. Hold on. Go back back to the beginning. Okay, no, okay. What a pickle. Okay, Okay, here we go. Um, It's because I got distracted on the way and I actually thought, I know the good bit of the story. This is just preamble. Right, okay. so Vrongoch is a, is a lovely garden centre in North Wales. Yeah. My partner and I love to go there, and they've got a little shop in the corner. So we go there, there's a tarragon mayo, let's try some of this. Yeah. Uh, take it home, finish it, like, immediately. Like yeah, I say, so day, good. two days. It's yeah. so, so good. We're like, we've got to go back there. By the time I'm not working, there's another lockdown. So yeah. we're like, oh, God. So then they lift the lockdown, we go back, we make a beeline for it, and it's not there anymore. And we're sort of mooching around, being like, oh, it's not there, it's not there. And the woman in the shop is like, what? What are you looking for? I said, oh, you had this tarragon mayo before. It was really good. And she went, oh, God, yeah. She said, we had loads of jars of it left. No one was buying it. And then the lockdown happened and it went, she was like, it was about to go off. So we threw a load of it away and we gave some to the staff. And I was like, really? And then we joked and went, where are the bins? Uh, And then she said, oh, I took some home for my daughter because she's a vegan. Um, And she was like, I don't think she's even opened it. And we're like, oh, right, okay. And then she was like, where'd you live? Uh-huh. And I said, oh, I live on the island. And she went, oh, I live on the island. And and she said, whereabouts? And I was like, well, you tell me where first. And yeah. she was like, no, you tell me. So I told her the tiny village that I live in. And she went, my auntie lives there. I'm going past. And she was like, tell you what, if she's not opened the jar, and she said, if it hasn't got a little green fur jacket on it, is the phrase that she used. She huh. said, I'll leave it for you. I, like, buy the house. And I was like, oh, okay. So just, like, didn't think anything of it. 
Anyway, like a week later, at the end of like oh where we live, it's a little plastic bag with a little post-it note on it going, I brought you the tarragon mayo. I hope you enjoy it. From this woman, oh, and she'd wow. given us her tarragon mayo. I don't think that story should be called What a Pickle. That no. story should simply be called Wales. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Wales. <laughs> I've just remembered something from earlier on. We were talking about never finishing a pot of jam or yeah. trying to get the bottom, never being able to clean the yeah. jar, right? My friend, or uh, go, this my, is wife's, my wife's friend, but now our yeah. friend. This is actually Ed. It's great Ed, fun. She's, she's great fun. Uh, but she found a gadget she really likes, so she sent it to all her friends, <laughs> great. Right, which I love. It's called the Sapoon. It's a plastic spoon that's weirdly shaped that is designed specifically for getting everything out of a jar. Oh, I wow. love it. And I was really, I was really, really cynical about this. And then it arrived and I was like, I'm not using this sapoon. It's such a weird thing to send someone. <laughs> then I had a jar of peanut butter. I was like, all right, I'll use the sapoon. <laughs> Quietly, I didn't, didn't tell Charlie because I don't want to be seen to be enthusiastic about something I was previously cynical about. <laughs> yep. And I was like, one stroke like that, I was like, this is the best thing <laughs> I've ever been sent. And I got all the peanut butter out, right? It was clean, like clean, completely yeah. clean. And I marched into the, <laughs> marched into the sitting room and I went, look at this. <laughs> washed it, have I? <laughs> no, you're not washing it, you used the sapoon. I was like, no, I used the sapoon. Like, Thank you very much. It's like completely clean. Wow. So satisfying. That's uh, I'm get one, one of the yeah. examples of his wife being supportive there, that story. <laughs> <laughs> really, really could have told him to get fucked. <laughs> yes, well done. <laughs> and that's a day's work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she, she done well there. Can see why get she dressed, got, get dressed then at 6 pm. I, I, I can see why she got a shout out in the speech. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed. 
answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that <gasps> my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but yes. my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Your dream side. Okay. That you said was a main, really. And you have already picked a lot of small mains as your main. Okay, well, I'll go, excuse me, you know this, could you do it as a side dish? And they'll say yes. Mm -hmm. But I'll know that they don't have the size bowl for it. Yeah. So I'm still going to get main. Yeah, okay. But we both know what's going on. That is the most Alan Partridge selection of a side dish. (laughs) Of a 12-inch plate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's kotu. I don't. I think I'm saying it right. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, from Sri Lanka, which mm-hmm. is a dish I had while I was out there on, on holiday, the end of 2019, with my partner. The food is so good there, and kotu is um, one of the things that we could be sure of because there's loads of brilliant seafood. We're on the coast as well, mm. but at first we had this rule that like we can eat meat when we're on holiday, and that makes holidays even better. Uh-huh. But then you just get too in your head about eating meat anyway, and you're like. Pfft. Because I got so excited to go to Berlin. We we hadn't been vegan very long, maybe about six months. And I was like, oh, we're going to go to Berlin. We're going to smash all this cheese and red meat. And then it turns out Berlin is like the most vegan-friendly city <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the world. So it was impossible not to eat vegan, yeah. which is really irritating. <laughs> so that sort of set the precedent. So, yeah. So kato is it's cooked in like a like a wok, like a stir fry thing. Mm-hmm. It's quite often it's street food and it's lots of like cabbages and, and veg vegetables for the first time yeah. um loads of veg in there i think with the vegetarian ones they they whack an egg in i wasn't gonna ask questions and then they cut up paratha mm. and they sort of marinate it there's always loads of curry leaves in um, sri lankan food so they marinate it so it's really it's got lovely spices and how they cook it in this what well, i don't know how they do it but it comes out kind of chewy like meat mm. so it feels like you're getting meat but you're not and it's so delicious and one of the places we play, we stayed in, in Sri Lanka, it was so cheap because it wasn't really a place that people went yet. I think maybe travellers went there, but tourists didn't. So, like, a kotu was, like, two quid. So, obviously, we had double dinners every night. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'd walk to one fire away, we'd get kotu and, like, a, a mango daiquiri. And then on the way home, we would get another exactly the yeah, same, somewhere different. Yeah. yeah, and it was so, so delicious and such nice flavours and a heat that I could manage as well. Well, like, you know when spices are... It's it's spicy and tasty, but not hot. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was what was really delicious about Sri Lankan food. So I'd have I'd love a side dish of that if I may. That sounds very nice. But we've only got the main size bowls. Yeah, we've only got the main oh, size do you know bowls. what? Just do what, yeah, however it comes. Okay. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> I'll help it. <laughs> now my my memory's jingling. I think Kotu came up last time. Interesting. I know the answer. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you? I know the answer. I've looked at your whole menu. I know if Cotter came up last time or not. Are we not revealing that yet? Mm, whenever Kimmy wants the reveal of what her menu was last time, I can give her the reveal. Well, now I think I've forgotten. I've only remembered one bit of my pudding, I so I might get it all. The re- okay, do, yeah. do you want to know everything up to your side dish that you chose last yeah. time? Okay. <laughs> you chose sparkling water. Yes, yeah, great. You chose warm olive bread with vegan salty butter that's as good as butter last time. You Interesting. Didn't, you didn't choose salt and oil. You, but you moved with... away from that in your life. Now, now. you've yeah. decided that that's impossible, oil, yeah. haven't you? You've decided yeah. that's impossible. So now you've got the oil and the salt. Starter. Kotu. <gasps> okay. There we go. So like a starter yeah. main-sized portion. Exactly what it says. Really? That's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> now, your main was completely different. Your main was a wedge of Safeway bread with aga heated tinned macaroni oh, cheese, God, yeah, which is how childhood. we got on to your dad and and the and the pan was that that was because you wanted that dish that you had made at home. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, are you now going to add that to your um, tapas? No, because I feel like it's going to pull focus. Mm-hmm. But that was really good. Yeah, really thick. Yeah, the bread that you cut yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah, and so it would always be a funny shape, and then yeah, macaroni cheese that you whack in an aga. Oh, that was really delicious after school. I do think your menu is better this time round. I th- I think it is. It's because I love food so much. I could do it next week and have a completely different one. That main course sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's absolutely. No <laughs> wonder I put that through the Banksy <laughs> shredder. That probably went in as you were saying it. Yeah. You go and macaroni. <laughs> Just sit and listen to her say about oh. this disgusted meal. <laughs> your side dish that you chose last time: Brussels sprouts with vegan cream cheese, garlic, salt, and sunflower. Oh. So you've switched them around. around. Yeah, interesting. And do you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say, because Ed's saying he prefers the one you've done today because he hates that main so much. However, I would say that the starter and the side were a better way around the first time because I would go with you having cotu as a main size portion for your starter and your side dish because you've got so many sides. If you had the Brussels sprouts with vegan cream cheese, garlic, salt and sunfire, I would see that as more, that's a side dish. What do you think? Um, I don't want you to change this. I won't. But just saying that's or what you did, that's what you did you last time. Like it's just bring everything all at the same time anyway. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, it, when you just go, it just comes out as it's ready. It's, yeah, as it's, it's ready. Like yeah. Actually, I think you might have a compelling point there because the samphire as well, because it's quite creamy, you could dip stuff in that as well. Mm. So it feels like it's more the same flavours than kotu, which feels like it's a step away from the other like picky bits I've got for my for my main. I love that I'm just looking at main size portion in brackets. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, the only thing it. I'm consistent on is it will be the size of a main. <laughs> well, we'll of course be doing an episode with you every year to see how your tastes <laughs> change and what you can remember. It's yeah. like seven up. <laughs> <laughs> your dream drink, Kiri. This will have changed because this thing will it have? Yeah, new. Oh, maybe it's. Do you want to say it at the same time as each other, and I'll say your old one, and you can say your your the one you're gonna say now. I don't think when we did this, I knew what this drink was. Oh, you mean now you didn't pick a drink last time, you didn't know what it was. I mean, I mean, it's new to my life. I think I would have said maybe a cherry beer, like a creek thing. Uh huh. But now I've had a Welsh one uh-huh. called it's Dwynwen, and it's a strawberry beer from Bragdimona, which is Mona Brewery on the island, and it's really 
delicious and it's named after our patron saint of love yes so so last time you said cherry bee brandy with dandelion and burdock and then in brackets it says aka dandelion and burdock because clearly (laughs) we've done a little jokey we've done a little fun jokey combining the two dandelion burdock I now remember that we had really all enjoyed saying dandelion and burdock. Yeah. Burdock was a really funny thing, yeah. fun thing to say. Those dandelion are two great drinks. Ba-burdock. Yes, I love dandelion burdock. That's the only one that doesn't taste the chemicals to me. It still tastes right. like kind of natural. And uh, cherry beer is really delicious. There's little like 70s bottles. Mm. I'll be having a few of those over Christmas. Yeah? Yeah, love it, love it, love is that, it. Is that your vibe on, on Christmas days? That you... uh, yeah, I really like cherry flavored things in particular but i can never find i'm i'm searching for a taste of cherry that i've had once in my life and never again since mm. like dark cherry stuff is so delicious and it's so mm. rare that, that is that taste is transported into whatever is palming you off mm-hmm. with cherry sure i love those like dark chocolate sweets with a cherry inside cherry brandy inside uh-huh God, those are so good, and they're actually quite hard to find. That are vegan. We had the in when we when we went on this holiday to Berlin. The Lidl next door had them, and we, we were buying four cases a night and then just eating them with like prosecco and the Lidl. So we really were culture vultures. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've got a, a piece of advice for you and your partner: when you're away, don't buy anything just before bedtime. Yeah. Wait till the next day because clearly every time you get something just before bed to save for the next day, that's not lasting the night. <laughs> yeah. But the, the happiest I feel and like most romantic is when I'm eating in bed with my partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. I know there's crumbs in the bed and stuff like that, but like it's just such a horrible thing to do that it's like it's it's as vulnerable as shitting in someone yes. in front yeah, of someone, yeah. I think. And so I think eating together like that is so joyous and is like yeah. a real trust thing. Also, oh, I'm yeah, imagining... you can't leave each other now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining that because, and I know this isn't true because I've seen the stand up, but I'm imagining that because you, you two are going out, you're getting loads of food and you're just eating it in bed, that you just have zero sex life as a result of it, which is why you're like comparing all food to dicks and stuff. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> so all you're thinking of is that I look like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy eating in bed. But, well, quite often the situation we have is that, like, you, you think, oh, we'll, we'll bang tonight, but then actually, I'd say nine times. Like a ten, we're too full to do it. Yeah, yeah. like, but I think that's normal couple stuff, right? It's sure. Like, oh, for oh, sure. Should, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're too full. <laughs> and then too just, full. Why not eat some more? <laughs> why not eat some the more? The idea of people in the hotel room next to you being like, "Oh, they were at it all night." <laughs> Ed, Ed's sex life. Uh, he, he, uh, Ed always uh, he uses the was it called a spoodle? What was it called? Oh no, it, it was going to be so good. It was so good, and then I spoon. forgot what it was called. Spoon. The spoon. Why you Ed uses it? a spoon in the bedroom, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "Look at that! Washed it, did I?" <laughs> Looks like I washed it, didn't it? <laughs> no, he uses a spoon. <laughs> Oh, that's so chilling. Uh, and yeah, you know, each person who hears that joke is that they each imagine a different thing. So yeah. it's, it's up to them how, how gross that joke yeah. is. Interesting. What were you imagining? I was imagining it your penis because yes. I think I've still got it yeah. in my head. From at first, I wasn't. I was imagining. I was imagining it on your wife's genitalia. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> but now I was imagining it with, with penis. But because then yeah. I started thinking about that. Do you remember that thing on Mum's Net where that woman was like, "Do you all have a penis beaker by the bed?" Do you remember the thing? It was no. like I think it was on Mum's Net. A woman was like, "You all have a penis beaker, right?" And there people Whoa. were like, "Go on." And she was like, "You know, a little cup of water, I think, by the bed that you're." 
But your partner like slushes his membrane before, yeah. so, so it's like clean. I think you know, like wow. Yeah, yeah. I imagine it's like you know the little cup you have in the dentist with yeah, the stuff rinse, in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to get that mixed up. No. <laughs> After having sex, ah, oh, that's firstly work. <laughs> oh, oh, oh God! Oh, I drank out the penis maker again. <laughs> <laughs> that's what James says every time he finishes. Well, that's firstly work. That's firstly work. Oh, oh, I need to drink. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I did it again. See, and that, that wouldn't happen if you just used the spoon. Yeah, if you used the spoon, you'd be fine. <laughs> my my dear friend in university, you know when you wake up hungover and you see water and you just neck it, yeah. you know, like on your bedside table. So she did that, but I, she woke up in someone else's room and like necked it and didn't realise it was neat vodka that they'd been distributing other drinks into. So they just put it in a pint glass for whatever, decanted it into that. Yeah. So she was like about half a pint oh, down God. as well. But imagine being like hungover, dehydrated, wow. and then you just necked half a pint of vodka. <laughs> it's nightmarish, Ugh. isn't it? Also, that would be better in the dick be- beaker, or whatever it's called. <laughs> yes. Just, just vodka. Rubbing alcohol, That's yeah. Clean, clean. <laughs> so, my love, we're going to have such a good night. Let's start stay work. That time, before this guy has sex, he yeah. says, This is going to be thirsty work. Oh, this is going to be thirsty work. That's it. That's that yeah. over. That's, sexy talk. That's never going to happen. Come in here. This is going to be thirsty work. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Just hears the door shut. Oh, okay. Not for me. Thank you. But your drink now. It's a strawberry beer. Yeah, well, because I thought I would have said cherry beer, but I didn't know this che- this strawberry beer existed, mm. and it's really lovely. Is it like a is it a sour beer? I don't think so. I don't really like beer, but I do like the ones that are flavoury. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the flavour is just it does taste that flavour when you burp in your mouth afterwards. Yeah. Whereas the actual beer doesn't. Yeah. Whereas this is like very strawberry, kind of like. Almost syrupy. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll send you some. It's yeah. from a really cute little brewery on the island. And they're all named after different saints. And this is Dwynwen, so it's a loved one. So that's why it's strawberry. It's really delicious. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I'm getting more into it. I used to be very militant about beer. I was like, no flavours, no fruity stuff. Now I love it. It's great. With the, with the, uh, Pud. I'd say that, yeah, when we started this podcast, I was all like, I loved mad beers with fruity flavours in them. And I think we're the way around now. I think now really? I'm just like, yeah, I'm pretty... I'll probably steer clear of the mad flavour ones. He's sending me photos every night of the week. We're yeah. going to have a marshmallow, a, like a toasted marshmallow beer. Have you had the bubblegum one? No. That's it still in our fridge. I'll find out what it is because that is very bubblegummy. The the issue with some of those, and I, I get a lot of beers from an Edinburgh-based brewery called Vault City who do amazing sours, like some incredible, like proper fruity sours. They're really nice. But the higher... The sugar in a beer, the higher the alcohol content most of the time, because the things they put in the sugar all converts to alcohol. So, like the marshmallow one mm. was like ten point five percent. Wow, you can't really can't drink that. <laughs> you just can't drink it. I had two sips. Acaster I was like, could... I get it, but I can't drink that. <laughs> David Acaster woods, yeah. <laughs> Cow tongue comes yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> one big lick, all gone. Yeah. I got to make a sour beer with Signature Brew as well, who are a really cool brewery in uh, Black Horse Road, and it was a rhubarb crumble and custard sour called Let's Get Eddie to Crumble because I got to name it. Really good. But the fruity beers I'm on board with. Yeah, do you have to be careful of that with your diabetes as well? Yeah, 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 they're so sugary. (laughs) His whole whole life is being careful. He's a careful boy. He's got to be careful all the time. I'm not careful. Aren't you? Never careful. Ed's got to be careful all the time. See, look, perfect example. (laughs) Oh, that was so... Just smashed the glass against the microphone. (laughs) Didn't even mean to. Not careful at all. Case in point. (laughs) 
How often are you having this fruity beer? Is it a special occasion thing, or are you necking a few a day? No, I, I'm i allergic to alcohol, Ah, so <laughs> I don't drink very often. And if I do drink, I do it with intent. Because, mm-hmm. you, you know, like... Right, well, I've got to get cunted because I'm, I'm going to put my body through this. Yeah. I've got to make it count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to be so drunk that you don't notice the allergic effects. Yeah. It was my birthday a couple of weeks ago. And, and yeah, we went and bought £200 of the Prosecco from Lidl. A barrel. They do small barrels. of £200 of Prosecco from Lidl? Yeah, which is a lot because it's five a bottle. Mm. That is so much Prosecco from Lidl. Yeah, it was quite a lot of wow. people coming. It was still yeah. loads left. So we had yeah, a mini keg of this um, Dwinwen one, which is the strawberry one, and a mini keg of, I think it's the... Cereal? Which I think there's there's two. There's Cubby and Cereal, who are both saints. And here's a cool thing. So I think it's called um, Cereal Win, and I think it's Cubby D. So D is black and, and Win is white. And it's because they used to meet in the centre of the island, these two, like, now saints and one would walk towards the sun the sun facing him and then walk home with the sun facing him and the other one would walk in the sun shadow in and out so one was really pale and one was really tanned and that's where they got their names from but yes yeah, so they've got the, there's cool stories behind everything and the artwork's really beautiful as well so yes every now and then oh wild horse have you had wild horse no. brewery okay so it's called nakota and it's absolutely amazing and they're phasing out the barrels very sadly um but i'll get you some because i think you'd absolutely buzz off that as well Sorry, I'm getting distracted. So, it's a special occasion You've thing. You've promised to send us so much stuff on I know, this but it's because amazing. I get so excited about <laughs> Welsh stuff yeah. that I think you'll love. So, we come on to your dessert. Now, you're confident this is the same, are you? I'm confident that some of it is the same. Yeah, no, I, I think I can tell you what the original one was. Okay. And it's going to be part of it still. Okay. So, I think I wanted a dessert slider type affair where it's like you know you can get d- several desserts in a dish mm-hmm. again just hedging my bet so i can eat more and mm-hmm. um, but yeah i've had it before we've had like you know how you get like burger sliders like three of them where you get a dessert one with that i once went on a one of these have you ever done these things where it's like a night of eating desserts and it's like seven courses and they're different desserts uh no but tell me the info on that they, Forget all that other shit you were going to send us for free. <laughs> Manchester had a dessert supper club in a brilliant little cafe called Home Sweet Home. Yeah. And they do these, like, you know those cakes were like Barbie dolls, mad shit coming out the top of mm-hmm. them. Mainly giant pretzels, but, yeah, yeah, you know, like exciting yeah, yeah. things. So they had it once and it was like a eight or nine courses of desserts. Wow. And it's, oh, yeah. it's such a fun idea, but by course three, you're like, my teeth hurt so much, no, I want wouldn't. to go home. No, 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 no. Really? Do you not get teethache? No. I don't know why you're so excited about this. This is just like Tuesday night at your house. <laughs> Little tasted menu. They had a fry-up made of, like, cookies and stuff. It was wild. And the the, the baked beans were marzipan with, mm-hmm. like, peach oh, God. Kool-Aid wow. over them. And, like, everything was something. And, yeah, so, wow. like, yeah, it was, it was very delicious. But it was yeah. fatigue-setting If there's hard. one thing I hate more than baked beans, it's marzipan. What? The thing you described there is the most, is my nightmare. I love marzipan so much. No, no, no. It's going to make it on my dessert. Is it? As it should. It's good, marzipan. It's great. I buy it for my brother-in-law every birthday. He loves marzipan. He loves eating it raw, just on on its side. Just a big big packet of marzipan. Yeah. So I get multiple packets of marzipan every birthday. Your brother? Brother-in-law. Oh, okay. So married like for like in the Acaster family. Yep, he's he's married to the family. Absolutely (laughs) belongs with us. And uh, I send him multiple packets of marzipan for his birthday. 
and once he texted me, uh, one of my favourite things to do is uh, tell, tell my children that they're not having extra dessert and then when they leave, I have a big slice of pan. <laughs> <laughs> have you had the things from, I think it's Little or Aldi, one of them, that's like a thin layer of dark chocolate and then just a marzipan lump in the middle? Oh, that's I've not really had that, fit. That sounds great. And well, okay, so this is going to be on my so my dessert slider. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a slice of Stollen on there, which is that yeah. German fruitcake with a lo- load of marzipan in the middle. Yeah, uh, I don't mind. Very I'm gonna, good. I'll put it out there. I don't mind marzipan in that context. Oh, interesting. Stollen's good stuff, man. It's really good, and also I think feel like. Slightly warmed might be the vibe for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. some puddings are nice that they're just like warm. Mm. So yeah, Stollen. And then there's a brownie company I absolutely love in Bristol mm-hmm. called Dark Eat Matters, I think is the name yes. of it. Yes. You mentioned this before. Last yes. time it was well, we've just got written here, Dark Matters. Okay, Dark Brownie matters. Taster menu. Yes. So I went for all brownies last time. Yeah. But I'm going to mix it up. And it's, it's literally because of the time of year you're asking me. Yeah. So a little disclaimer about me is if I think about Christmas too much, I cry because I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> so if anything like Mariah Carey or Muppets Christmas Carol comes on, in, my partner will have to switch it off because I'll immediately burst into right. tears. Wow. So I love it. So we're now in this sort of run-up when this has been recorded, in the run-up to Christmas. You're kind of welling up a little bit now. Yeah. I can't think about it. I have to just talk quite quickly through yeah, it. Otherwise yeah, yeah. I will For cry. listeners, it's the 17th of November. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but my, birth- <laughs> my birthday's the 6th and we have to get my birthday out of the way and then we're into full-on Christmas. Then November, you're on the runway. Yeah, yeah, on the yeah, runway okay. towards it. Absolutely. I think it's the purest most i think it's the most wonderful time of the year wow. <laughs> wow. so it's massively influencing what's on here yeah. i love dark matters brownies so so much yeah. she's really great she came along to a gig and gave me some for free and then i was like oh i'm clinically addicted to these <laughs> they are so gooey and good and they're vegan as well and she does the mail order and they're just like you know when it's dense and chewy mm-hmm. and but and but then a bit crispy on the outside and she does really good flavors she does one with mint in and i think chocolate and mint is a hard flavor to get right in a brownie and not taste cheap yeah mm-hmm. she does a really good one and she does one with i think it was with raspberry as well which i think raspberry is the perfect note to put into a brownie with loads of dark chocolate it's like yep. a really nice bite to it mm. i'm chasing the dream of cherry yeah that's yeah. what i want is i want it with cherry, cherry. yeah mm. cherry brownies mm-hmm. no i haven't maybe i should ask her actually look just this can be the official ask on here. <laughs> yeah, sit it on the pod. People can, what hashtag should they use if they're going to tweet Dark Matters Brownies? Um, well, I don't, she's a, she's a woman running a business on her own. I don't, don't want, I know a lot of people listen to this. I don't want to ruin Let's her life. Let's dox her. <laughs> she has to do a, dox is fun <laughs> She should be doing this cherry brownie and work your name into the name somehow. I don't know if Kiri and Ch- Chiri, 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 Chiri Pritchard McLean. Chiri Pritchard McLean. Right, yeah, so I would have... I would ask her to create a brownie that is uh-huh. cherry and, yeah, because just the denseness and everything is perfect. And I love the mint one. There's a marmalade one. The only time I'm just marmalade yes. is hers. Oh, wow. And some Stollen and, okay, yeah, a slice of my mum's Christmas cake. Um, yeah, yeah, we really and... are going for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But it's really delicious. It's the same cake she makes for anything. Let's say it's birthday then, mm-hmm. Easter, whatever. So no marzipan in it, or there is? Well... In my house, we have some icing lovers and some marzipan lovers. And so mum makes Tell us it... who's who. Who's in each gang. <laughs> yeah. So me and one of my brothers and dad are in the marzipan gang. Yeah. And then mum and one of other brothers is in the icing gang. Yeah. Which is... P- the Marzi gang, please. <laughs> the Marzi gang. Yeah. I can't think of anything. The Marzis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, the Marzi gang. 
and the icing gang. So she always makes it with both on. And then what happens is you sort of, you peel off the layer you don't want and you divvy it up and you share it. Uh-huh. So the actual, it's like a classic sort of 70s fruitcake thing, but she uh-huh. puts loads of stuff in it, loads of nuts and loads of things. She also then makes it early, about two weeks early, and then puts it in a cake tin with cherry brandy about an inch deep. And then when it sucks it all up, she fills oh, it up again. Yeah. So it's ru- like ruthless. <laughs> so when you yeah when you cut into it, it's really moist uh-huh. and boozy, and like that smell of like that cakey boozy smell is so lovely. And then so I would have it with marzipan. I'll have peeled off the icing. I'm not an idiot. Mm-hmm. And then I'll also have another layer of marzipan from one of my brothers <laughs> on, I love that. on it. I love that you share. It's like. Proper like feudal society where you're all <laughs> sharing out the marzipan and icing. In my family, there's some people who like egg white and there's some people who like only like the yolks. So when they have fried eggs, I've seen this on holiday, some people cut all the white off and give it to someone and they'll give their yolk back. Wow. Really? So That's I've seen lovely. my mum just sit there and eat three egg yolks. <laughs> <laughs> like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is your oh, mum bulking? Oh, she's so muscly, my mum. <laughs> so exactly like Hulk Hogan, your mum. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I think that would be the trio. That's and then great. I would like some clotted cream. You know the one that's like got a picture of like a maid on it. You know the one that you have to do, use a spoon with. I uh-huh. lo- and it's got a slightly crispy bit on top. Oh yeah, you got to you got to punch her through. It's almost yeah. like a bit of wax on the yeah. top. You got but you eat the wax. Yeah. You got to get through that. I love that. The little I really lid. Love I actually that. don't know what you're talking about, but I mean, really? clotted, clotted cream, cream when it's like a hard bit on the top. It's mm. almost like yellower on oh, the top. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah. yes. Yeah. I, I've mainly seen clotted cream uh, on top of an ice cream cone that I bought in Devon, I think. You've mainly oh, really? seen it on top of one ice cream cone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Well, I got an ice cream. I think it's Devon they do it in. Or, I can't remember if it's Devon or Cornwall now. Devon, Uh-oh. I think. And I got an ice cream cone. They put a big scoop of ice cream on it. And then they put a big spoonful of clotted cream on top of that. Wow. And I ate it. Mm. And that was the main place where, where you said the, the, the wax on top. I was like, oh, okay, now I know what it is because I had it on top of an ice cream. Yeah. That's mo- most things. I only know what they are if I had it on top of an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> really. Just when it's thick and it, it's almost got the consistency of butter, that is so delicious. Because mm. also then if the Christmas cake is a bit warm and the stolen, it'll melt a little bit and it just is really lovely. Mm. Yeah, and, and I, do miss, I do miss that kind of cream because there's no vegan equivalent for that. And I know... Like, we do it for, like, environmental reasons mainly. And we have the rule of, like, you can eat it whenever you want. Like, it's not... Because that's the only way to keep doing it for mm-hmm. me. It's like, you could go back whenever you wanted. Having said that, I met the lovely Henry Widdicombe, um for food in Brecon. This is a while ago now. And it was a little cafe attached to the cathedral or the church. And so I said, um, excuse me, what, what are your vegan options? And she... <laughs> what did she say? She said, what about quiche? And so straight away, I was like, okay. But I never want to be one of those people who's who's causing fuss. Uh-huh. Um, so I said, oh, no, I can't have eggs, actually. And then she was like, oh, well, there's a pasta. It was a tomato pasta. Mm-hmm. But because I'd already caused the scene, I was like, that would be lovely. Thank you so much. It's like a tomato pasta. When it turns out there's loads of cheese on it. <laughs> but I don't want to be that person who's like, excuse me. So I was just uh-huh. like, just eat it. These people are so lovely. Yeah. And then pissed through my ass 15 minutes later. I'm absolutely, definitely lactose intolerant. It was yeah. like that. I'm sort of having just like a really good chat with them. I was like, excuse me, I'm just going to nip to the toilet. And was like, oh my, I'm so glad I'm near consecrated crown because this is absolutely unholy what's about to happen. Yeah. So I'm now scared of dairy. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've put myself in the position where I'm terrified of it. But you still want the clotted cream? 
I think it's safe in this, in this scenario. Dream in the dream fine. restaurant, there's no shits. That's the tagline, yeah, right? No, yeah, <laughs> unless you want them. Or the best shit you've ever had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want. Yeah. I'm going to read you back your menu now. See how you feel about it. This is your Mark Two Sparkling, sparkling water. Popping was a bread. Say you it want. properly. Sparkling, sparkling. I can't remember how you said it. Just in a sparkling way. Sparkling, sparkling. That was better than his. That was actually. Well yeah. done, it was quite man. good, wasn't it? Hmm. <laughs> so, and yet, one of us gets more voice work. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you can. <laughs> I can see why you got that, that yeah, one, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, have yeah. to do that as a bottle of sparkling water. I would have James, can yeah. you stop doing it as a bottle of sparkling water? Or we're going to get Ed to replace you. <laughs> Brett, you wanted brown bread with walnuts, uh, white bread with olives, Guinness bread with some loads of salt and olive oil. Mm-hmm. But we could also chuck in the vegan butter that tastes like a good as normal butter there. Yeah, for you as well. I would like that if it exists. Start a Brussels sprouts with samphire, salt and pepper, and the gooey stuff from the tofu. And you want vegan cream cheese in there as well. Made by your. Uh, My partner. Betrothed. Yeah. <laughs> Main course picky bits. We've got steamed rice with belly pork, roast duck, and whatever that's the char 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 suey. Char suey. What? Prawn dicks. Um, Lindy McCartney fake chicken bucket, roast garlic mayo, hollandaise, sriracha mayo, vegan honey soy sauce. I feel like the teacher in Educating Yorkshire at the moment. <laughs> he just keeps looking at me to check that he's doing all right. Tarragon mayo, <laughs> side kotu brackets, main size portion. Drink the strawberry beer. Dwinwen. Perfect. Yeah? Really good, yeah. Dessert. I'm just imagining you in the King's speech now. I would have been good King's Speech. Yeah, it would have been good King's Speech. Would have been still one best picture? Yeah. <laughs> we never know. Dessert, sliders. Stolen. Dark Matters brownie brackets cherry. Cherry. Mum's Christmas cake, double marzipan with clotted cream. So that's a pretty good menu. Yeah. Happy it is. It? Yeah, there's something I missed out. But yeah. Go on. I've just discovered a vegan cheese place. They're Welsh girls down in London called La Faux Marjorie. Mm-hmm. And they do a camembert that you can bake that's truffle flavoured. And... We ordered six of them after we had our first one. I've heard of this place. Mm. It's And it sounds exceptional. amazing. Exceptional. Kiri, thank you so much for coming to the Dream Restaurant. Again, you've been brilliant. We'll see you in a year. <laughs> thank you. Delete Matt. the file, Benito. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we have it, James. Woo. Always a pleasure to Always speak to Cherry. I like there being like, you know, a forgotten episode that we can compare yeah. to. That was an interesting element. I was quite fascinated and I, I really enjoyed that some of it married up, some of it was completely different. It's a lot to ask of a guest um, mm. if you want to make it a regular thing. Well. To record a whole episode, delete the episode yeah. and then record a new one months and months and months later. Well, listen, if the listeners would like us to do that format again, they have to suggest a guest that we can do it with and we will do it again. We will do it deliberately once more. That's our pledge. And how will they let uh, Mm. Benito know that they want that? They must tweet to the podcast at Off Menu Official. Hey there, Mr. Benito. I've got a suggestion for you, O. Do (laughs) the memory episode with and then... Yeah, and then whoever you want to do the memory episode with. Yeah, yeah. They're but, called memory but crucially, episodes. they can't be anyone we've done an episode with that we've released already because no. we we cannot go back and delete that episode. It has to be someone else. And do you know what? If it's a guest that really suits that format, maybe someone who's done something to do with... Me- oh, I did it again. Yeah, but not very careful. Not very careful. <laughs> maybe someone 
who's done something in the past that's Benito to do with just memory. Away a big jug of water from you there, James. Well, <laughs> where am I going to put my penis? <laughs> Um, You've been very blue today. Kimmy was in talking about prawn dicks. What do you want from me? <laughs> That's a new catchphrase you've started doing as well. What do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, you've been doing that quite a lot. Anytime I'll go like, oh, James, that wasn't very good. Or any mild insight, you'd be like, what do you want from me? It's <laughs> a good impression of me. Yeah. But yeah, I think if the guest has done something to do with memory in the past, then that's really suited to it. You know, Guy Pierce, memento. Yeah. You know. Mr. Swallow. Mr. Swallow. Obviously, a lot of people are probably going to suggest Darren Brown. And mm. actually, if we get Darren Brown, we will do it with him, but we will trick him. So we'll do the episode, delete it, get him back on, and then we will tell him what he said last time. But we'll have completely changed it, but we'll convince him that he did say that, right. the stuff yeah, that yeah. we've made up. Yeah. And he'll go away going, I guess I wanted that stuff originally. He's yeah, like, no, we'll... you didn't. And then we'll go, ha ha, we've Darren Browned you. We just Darren Browned you. He's got Browned. <laughs> Kiri did not say Dusty Meringues. She didn't. And, you know, we could have been really out of order with this one. We could have just gone, looked at her original menu that she did ages ago. Yeah. And picked something from there. Oh, imagine. I said if she chooses Samphire, then she's out. Oh, man. You know, um, which I wouldn't want to do because I think it's a delicious ingredient. But it is, you know, some people don't like it. So we could have... Funny to do that. We could have just done that. Yeah, and gone. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that in one of our future memory episodes. Devin Brown's going to get chucked yeah. out. You've been browned. Uh, do listen to Kiri's podcast, All Killer No Filler, yes. uh, which she does with Rachel Fairburn, uh, another very funny comedian. Uh, and they talk about serial killers. Mm. And it's a very good podcast. That's not a food podcast, though. It's not serial as in um, no, breakfast no, cereal. No, 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 no. It's, it's about serial killers, murderers. Murderers. Um, but they actually do it in a very... It's very funny and informative, yeah. but also they do it in a very uh, sensitive way to the subject matter, which, which I think a lot of true crime podcasts often don't manage, but they manage to find that balance very well. Yes, and Kiri gave you a little taste of some of the stories that they've told on the podcast in the past. They were very funny stories, so plenty more where that came from. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes, do get stuck into that. Have a listen to that. I'm on tour now, James. Wow. A show called Electric. You should go and see that, uh, and you can buy tickets edgamble.co.uk. Wow, this is very exciting, everyone. You better get along to that. The success of the podcast has meant that Ed wants to have a go at stand-up, and this is very exciting. Yes. Cashing in. It's going to be a great tour. Hey, thanks, I can't man. wait to see it. Electric. If you, if you can't make it, I, I also have a vinyl available for purchase. Oh, yeah. uh, you can go on my website to find that as well. Best artwork on any vinyl ever, including Correct. music vinyl. Correct. Thank you very much, James. Anything you want to plug? You know, uh, go on my website, jamesacaster.com, and you can watch my special Call Lasagna, Hate Myself, 1999. You will have to pay a pretty penny, but it, it, it goes to the man himself. James. Me, me. You are the man, yes. It's thirsty work. It... <laughs> oh, no. Just uh, forgotten about that, and now I've remembered. Uh, it is an amazing show. I uh, heavily suggest you go and buy that, because the guy puts in a lot of effort. Yes. It's thirsty work, what he does. <laughs> it's thirsty work. <laughs> That special? Doing that special? This is going to be first work. <laughs> this is going to be first work. what I say before going on stage each yeah. night. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Off Menu podcast. Uh, we love you all. Yeah. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you enjoy, well, um, there's another, there's a uh, another podcast just coming out. Oh no, the podcast is out now. Yeah, if people have enjoyed Off Menu, 
will they enjoy Lucy and Sam's perfect brains? I don't, I don't know. There's, well, there's a bit of crossover. We talk about um, maybe, you know, a couple of food uh, issues. We talk about cutlery, and that's near food. We reckon it's out now. Not soon, it's now. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. If you like James and if you love Ed, you might get a kick out of this. But yeah, again, no pressure. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. 